the college football experience week two preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Oh, the NFL. Yes, it kicks off this week. Get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash NFL previews today. And don't forget the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. Five thousand dollars is up for grabs in our NFL contest and fifteen hundred dollars in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. on the college football experience side two. go listen to side one folks uh, as, as uh, you know, we continue to, to have some fun here talking, talking uh, week two college football folks. Um, I can tell you this much. I can tell you that I, I, I uh, kind of like this one. Marshall heads into Notre Dame. Marshall is catching 20 points in South Bend. Is, am I crazy or is this line a little too steep? Give me the thundering herd and the points. Patty C, what are you doing here? Uh, this one was tough, especially uh, Marshall looking good 55 3 last week. But Notre Dame, 20 points. I think they is 20 and a half. 20 and a half right now. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's close. It's close. Uh, I lean Notre Dame, though. That defense did look good, but I think Marshall is going to get up for this. This is their chance to play at Notre Dame. They've never done that as a school. I think they're going to get up for this much like Toledo did a year ago. I'm going to take the points. Notre Dame's going to get the win, but it's going to be something like, I don't know. Give me like a 31 to uh, I don't 17 know, 16 final. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Too many points. I mean, look, Marshall's a decent program. They got you know, decent players that no names is not going to roll them over. Not going to steamroll them. This isn't, you know, a Mac opponent or an SCS opponent. What about Sunbelt here talking? Come on now. Give me the points. Marshall covers this team had a four point lead against Ohio state. I want to say in the what fourth quarter this past week, uh, or no, a three point lead. What was it? Se- seven to 10, if I'm not mistaken, or was Ohio state. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on how that game played out, but I know Notre Dame was in it pretty late. Um, and, and Ohio state's pretty considerably better than uh, Marshall. That said, you guys might be right. I don't have a feel for it. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I've still got Notre Dame. I I, I do want to see more from, uh, from Buckner. And yes, this is a mango chilada. Delicious. How's the audio doing on this, by the way, guys, I know the audio is jumping a little bit, a little bit over here for me. Oh my, uh, yeah, it's we- choppy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, 
I apologize. We are doing this from the road. We will be back in the, uh, the college football experience studios uh, next week. But next up um, we jump to Appalachian state heading into college station, Texas. This one should be a fun one. Uh, look, I mean, did you guys catch any of that Sam Houston game before the lightning strike? It seemed like they were in it despite the fact that Eric Schmid was not, was not part of the, uh, part of the Sam Houston state team anymore. They went with the Yates kid, the Georgia, Georgia tech transfer app state. I believe in that offense and look, app state has a top 25 defense a year ago. They just ran into North Carolina and their high powered offense. I am all over the 19 and a half points and I'm going to lock it up. Give me app state plus the points in college station NC Nick. Like you're a little bit more confident than me, but of course I'm taking the points. Whenever App State plays a big boy, I'm taking the points. All right, just so that that's going to happen. All right. Now the only time that I can ever remember them getting beat like badly was against Georgia seven or eight years ago. Could that happen here? Could App just? I mean, could could A and M just dominate the line of scrimmage? I guess it's possible, but come on, man, this is App State here. How many times do they have to do it where they're they're right there with the big boys? So 18 and a half, give me the points all day. Yeah. And back when they played Georgia, I believe they didn't have a quarterback that could throw the ball. It was lamb Taylor. Uh, what was his name? Taylor lamb. I believe not a great passing quarterback that favored yeah. into Georgia. Chase Bryce is going to be able to open it up. I think. Yeah. So give me, give me app state and the points and watch out sprinkle a little bit on that money line. <laughs> I'd love it. Yes. Pa- Patty C. What are you doing here? I agree with you guys. Uh, Texas A&M only up 17, nothing and a half. The, the second half, they scored 14. The first half, they only scored 17. The final score 31, nothing. But most teams that are, you know, that, that should be that far ahead of, uh, you know, an FCS program, slow it down. And that's why they only, you know, outscore a team by 31. It took A&M the entire time to build that score to that point. Uh, not that impressed with A&M and then app state was a impressive against North Carolina and B has been doing it this way for like 10 years. You got to take app state here. There we go. There we go. I don't know why this line has jumped around here. Next up, we go to Annapolis, Maryland, the Memphis tigers head into Annapolis, Memphis laying five and a half. This line has came down. It was, I saw it at six and a half. And at one point, even I thought it got to seven down to five and a half Navy NC Nick. You gave me a hard time about my blue hens. All right. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Navy though, will they be able to hang onto the football? Because as much as I want to credit Del- Delaware, I knew they would cover. Uh, Navy was fumbling the ball left and right in that game, and then Memphis they they showed a little bit of fight uh, in the Mississippi State game, but uh, mm. yeah, late I thought. Yeah, anyway, I mean they they were down thirty five to three, I think. Yeah, you know, so that they got some some fourth quarter points against backups, but. Yeah, I don't know. I've been all over the the place on the, this. is one of the hardest games I think to call. I'll say Silverfish or Silver Child. Yeah, or Silver so, Chest yeah. is three and zero oh against Navy. He's won thirty five to seventeen, ten to seven, and thirty five twenty three. So Memphis of late, they've taken care of Navy. Well, with the Silver Whale, I'm not gonna take him. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Ken Numatololuk. And, and uh, I'm going to lay the five or I'm going to get the five and a half at home. I think they're going to fight for him. I think Memphis may win 21, 17, maybe 28, 25, something like that. But give me Navy with the slight cover home dog. Give me the points. Yes. 
Yes. Mm. Patty C, what are you doing here? Navy hasn't shown me anything and they've sucked for the most part with the exception of two years ago uh, for the last like five years. I'm it's, it's a trend. I can't ignore. I got to take Memphis here mm. on the road. Mm. Going with the tigers next up guys. This I think is my number one lock. Ooh. Maryland heads to Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> I'm locking it too. <laughs> I think Charlotte might be worse than Hawaii. I think it's close. Cause I think at least Hawaii actually Hawaii threw four picks, but they were able to move the ball. I don't think Charlotte can move the ball and their defense is almost as bad as Hawaii. So I think they're they're the clear cut two worst teams in the country. I am laying the 27 points and I am locking up Maryland. I think this Maryland's going to drop 60 in this game. Give me a 63 to 14 final. Maryland with the cover. We're going to the land down under because my soundboard's broken. I feel like uh, I feel like it's like that scene in Hot Shots where all this shit's broken and he just lands the uh, the airplane. All right, that's what we're doing on this pod. All right, I'm laying the 27 though with Maryland. Who's coming with me, Patty? See you are. Lock it up, NC Nick. You coming? I'm not locking it. I'm gun shy. I locked up Maryland last week minus 22 <laughs> against. Uh, who are they Buffalo. playing? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. And yeah. dude, they're up thirty-one to seven. Buffalo's driving with like I don't know, like three minutes to go. They're at like the you know Maryland's twenty-yard line, and they kick a field goal and cover. Like, <laughs> wait, we do kicking a field goal down <laughs> twenty-four. Like, come on, man, go for it. What the hell? You know my theory. Part of the reason you keep a, a job is the <laughs> fan base, and part of the way you appease a fan base is to cover. So smart move. I guess I'm on Maryland, but I'm going to stay away. Absolutely hilarious. And and linguist is a JMU guy, so he knows about uh, you know pleasing his fans. (laughs) No homo. Okay. Uh, uh, Furman heads the Clemson. Clemson favored by 44 and a half points, and uh, we should talk about this too. Are we at all worried about Clemson's offense still? Yes. (laughs) You know, Klubnik looked pretty good when he came in. Yeah, do we have a little controversy? Is it going to happen? And perhaps in this, in this, and maybe Furman keeps it a little close for a little bit. I I do think it bears bringing up though that Ukulele had about four or five passes dropped. True. He had a couple of dimes he threw where they were just dropped. The receivers aren't stepping up either. But I'll be honest, like what do we expect? Like I was impressed more with Georgia Tech than Clemson, and and that was I I guess Georgia Tech is better than I thought they were. So maybe that plays into it, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, either way, I'm concerned. Uh, I'm not concerned with this game though. Clemson rolls here. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Clemson's that defense is just going to destroy this offense. I will lay the points. I mean, okay. Again, this, this goes back to a theory. Obviously you would think Clemson absolutely destroys Furman, but if I'm reading this correctly, Furman won 52 to nothing last week. I believe well, they destroyed. I think they were playing a D two school Greenville. Yeah. 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 A D two school. That mean that's meaningless on principle. I will not fade a team by 45 points that won 52 by 52 the week before <laughs> bless you. That theory you. holds. So I am going Furman maybe, uh, but obviously not a strong play here. Yeah. Okay. Next up the Colorado Buffaloes. They suck. They head into Colorado Springs where they're, they're getting 17 and a half right now. Air force laying 17 and a half air force worked Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa might be better than Colorado. Uh, 
the buffs. I mean, please, if you're listening out there, JT Shrout is better than Brandon Lewis. Play JT Shrout. All right. Nothing worse than dude. There was a part where Colorado was actually up and left points on the board, by the way. They they were up six nothing in that game and, and they actually missed a fourth down and one at like their own twenty. But there was a classic play on a on a key third down where Brandon Lewis, he has a wide open guy and he throws the ball into the ground. And like not even close. Not even close. And I, I just I worry, but give me the points just because the clock, Air Force will milk the clock. Air Force wins twenty-four to ten. Patty, see what are you doing? Uh, I gotta go. Uh, Air Force here to cover. A uh, huge, huge week last week. Five hundred eighty-two yards on the ground, doing what they do. Uh, I think that team is experienced, and they're gonna give it to Colorado. NC Nick, I took the Buffs. I, I thought it was a couple too many points. I don't have a good feel for this game. I'm staying far away, but I thought it was a couple too many points. Dude, Air Force almost had 700 yards of offense last week against Northern Illinois, uh, Iowa, who, like Colby said, is just as good as Colorado at this point. <laughs> lock it up, Patty C. I am going to lock it up. All right. Oh, there we it. go. <laughs> I want to play my soundboard because I have some awesome Iron Eagle music from the, the classic film in the, in the, 80s Iron Eagle. However, my soundboard dead, but my picks aren't, baby. Let's move along. Let's go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I was so. No, I'm not going to lock it up. I'm pulling that 17 and a half. That that hook's tricky. That hook's tricky. Don't, don't, don't bait me into it, Nick. (laughs) It's easy to see a tide turn. All right. That's, that's my sound effect. Uh, Folks, I'm taking you to Pittsburgh. I was shocked by this line. I was really shocked by this line. I still am shocked by this line because I was ready to take Tennessee as a dog because Pitt beat him in Knoxville last year and Pitt returns their whole O line, their whole D line and their secondary. And they got Keaton Slovis, which I don't think is much of a downgrade from Kenny Pickett. Um, they won the backyard brawl. I get it. I was ready. And then I see Tennessee favored by seven, seven over Pitt. I'm taking Pitt. I'm locking it up. Let's go. Too many points, man. Like I was talking to Alan, Alan Cooley, Mr. Tennessee fan. And you know, before the lines dropped, we were saying like, what Tennessee minus three, minus four, minus seven. That's too many points. Tennessee could win, but this is more of a 50, 50 matchup. No team should be favored by a a full touchdown. So give me a home dog all day. And I also think Narduzzi's two and zero against Heupel, his physical, his teams are physical and Heupel's teams traditionally aren't that always plays a role in these matchups. If you saw JT Daniels, I know he was only sacked, I think three times, but he got his ass whooped last, last week. I mean, he played good considering, yeah. JT, da- but he was getting a beat down. He was, you know, that uniform was getting dirty. I'm taking pit plus seven. I'm going to sprinkle some on the money line. And, and also, I mean, that was a West Virginia team that brought back their entire offensive line. They, they were yeah. no slouch on the line and, and Pitt was still getting pressure in there. So I think Tennessee, this is a big game for them. This is going to be contender for tender here. Like if they come in and smack Pitt around, like okay, all right, Tennessee. I'm a, I'm a little skeptical still. Patty C, what are you doing? Uh, I'm tempted to do it. I, I tend to agree with you guys. Um, I wish I had gotten to see more of Pitt last week. I will say that was a pretty lucky turn of events for them that led to the victory. But I still expect them to win on the money line by a point or two. So. While I'm not locking it, I, I am on pit. It's easy to see a tide. Whoa. 
Whoa. <laughs> that thing came out loud. We're back. I think, I don't know what's going on here and, uh, for the chat. Uh, Don play. Those games are coming up really soon, man. We're going kind of chronologically through the day Saturday. So uh, we're going to get to ODU ECU and Oregon state Fresno state soon. Yes. And uh, so uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Now we have this. I think we have sound here. We have sound. We are coming back, baby. I've been working over here the whole time you guys have been doing stuff. I've been over here just twisting, uh, twisting wires and just doing all this crazy shit. Anyway, next up, Kennesaw State heads into Cincinnati. Patty C. Kennesaw State was a preseason top 25 FCS team that got upset by Samford in the air raid in week one. Now they head to Cincinnati. They're catching 28 and a half. That is too little. I am taking Cincinnati minus 28 and a half. I like Cincinnati's theory here though. They play Navy every year. So they're like, I mean, Kennesaw state, a triple option team. So we can get familiar with it. And then uh, we'll be able to handle Navy later in the season. Smart. Nick, what are you doing? I'm with you. I think 28. I saw that. I thought, I thought it was a, a reasonable line. I, I like the fact that Cincinnati lost last week. So they're going to be hungry to, you know, to play up here. They're not going to overlook the opponent. So, well, yeah, give me a, Give me those uh, Patty C Bearcats. There we go, Patty C. Uh, not only give me the Bearcats, but lock it up. Ooh! All right, I'm gonna try this, guys. I'm gonna try this. So, but bu- buckle up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh! Came out clean. Well done, sir. Jeez! Soundboard is back. Patty C locking up Cincinnati minus twenty-eight. Now you're muted. Against- Kennesaw state. Am I, am I really muted? No, you're good. Yeah. What are you talking about? Patty C. I can hear what him. What's he talking about? Patty C. Well, this is just a fucking roller coaster over here. You're <laughs> rocking with the college football experience. But uh, happens when somebody's in Vegas. <laughs> I'm your game show host. All right. For 500 <laughs> points for 500 points. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, next up we'll, uh, Washington state heads to Madison, Wisconsin. This is a, a weird matchup, but I like it. If that makes sense. Um, Washington state's catching 17 and a half. Give me wazoo plus 17 and a half. Look, I saw Wisconsin struggled with Illinois state too much. That shit was, they should have had more points on offense. I think Washington state can hang around enough. Give me the points. Even though Washington state struggled with Idaho. Some, um, Give me the points on the road and see Nick. What are you doing? Yeah, it's too much, man. It, it opened up Sunday at Wisconsin minus 11 and a half. It got bet up quickly. I think 17 and a half is too much. I'll take Wazoo to cover Patty C. What are you doing? Uh, I mean, can we give Graham Mertz a little bit of credit here? Why? 14 is 16, <laughs> 14 is 16 granted only 219 yards. I guess when you can lean on 150 yards from Braylon Allen, uh, that makes it a lot easier, but Illinois, Illinois state's not a good no, FCS program. No. Yeah. So. Look, I, I don't know where to go with this. I went back and forth, but I will ride with you guys. Give me wazoo. There we go. All right, let's go. Cougs. Next up. We have Akron. Oh man, folks, my, my over two and a half wins. <laughs> <laughs> Look at a little iffy. It reminded me of Kansas last year. The sweat <laughs> was real. The sweat was real against St. Francis, Michigan state. <laughs> Although they just lost two starters for the season on the defensive side of the ball, they're laying 35. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> give me, uh, give me, give me. I'm laying the 35. Akron, uh, I don't trust DJ Irons in that passing attack. Put in Jeff Undercuffler already. Uh, what are you guys doing here? Uh, yeah, pretty underwhelmed. Uh, even with the win against St. Francis, there, um, it's a tough one. I'll agree with you. I think I got to go Michigan State. You guys Nick? are probably right, but for some reason, my first reaction was to take the points. I'll fuck it. I'll roll with it. Give me the zips. Zip it up, baby. Next up, Eastern Kentucky Colonels heading into Bowling Green, Kentucky. To take, I'm sorry, Bowling Green, Ohio, to take on Bowling Green, the Falcons. I was on Bowling Green plus the points at UCLA. That should have hit. That is a bullshit backdoor cover by you guys. <laughs> Bowling Green's laying six, and guess what? Dundee's locking up Bowling Green minus six. Let's go. Who's coming with me? Do I have my sound effect? I'm showing it at four and a half. I'm with you. Let's go, baby. Come to the land out under. Let's go bowling, baby. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So what, what, what did Scotty Leffler and the, uh, and, and the Falcons do last week again? They lost to UCLA, but they, they, they didn't cover, they but did, they, were, they did look good. Were they have like 17 yeah. to seven at one point? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweating bullets. Uh, sure. I'll take it. Should I lock it? Am lock I a pussy it with us. What lock did Eastern it. Kentucky well, do? Didn't they just play Eastern Michigan pretty decently? Eastern, Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. 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 I feel like that was one of Noah's locks to take uh, Eastern Kentucky there. Uh, I don't know if it hit, but I do know they were playing them pretty decently. I'm staying Still. away. I'm taking Bowling Green, but I'm not. I'm staying away. Yeah, I won't lock it, but I'm taking Bowling uh, Green. I'm the only one locking it. <laughs> you guys. Die! The evidence has been falsified. It's impossible. I never broke the law. I am the law. I don't know why I'm playing that, but I am the law. <laughs> and I'm taking Bowling Green minus six. Lock it up, baby. Come to the land down under. Don't listen to these fools. All right. Next up, we got Houston heads into Texas Tech in the Lubbock. This game's awesome. Future Big 12 matchup going on here. Clayton Tune survived the Alamo Dome, the house that Dale Ellis built. And now he heads into Lubbock. Uh, Tyler Shuck, he's shucking and jiving because he's a. Uh, He's out for the next two games. All right. And uh, so Donovan, what is it? Donovan Woods, I believe. Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith. There we go. Uh, he, uh, you know, he started a few games last season. So maybe we shouldn't panic. Zach Kitley in Texas Tech looked pretty fire in Joey McGuire's first game. What are you doing here? I'm laying the three because I think Lubbock's going to be lit. And I don't think Clayton Toon and Houston will be able to handle two, two tough opponents back to back. Give me, give me. The red Raiders. The pretty solid point you're making there. And I do feel like they were fortunate to hang with UTSA. And when you take into account last year, Texas tech kind of slapping them around up, but I want to go Houston. I want to believe, and I was impressed with Clayton tune, but I guess you got to go Texas techs based on the other reasons. Nick, I, I'm on the red Raiders. I don't think there's much of a drop off from, from shuck to Donovan Smith. I think. Donovan Smith could be a, a a nice quarterback here moving forward. If you know, if Shuck is out, I think he's only out a couple of games, but it could be kind of a quarterback battle there. Yeah, last year Texas Tech won at the neutral site, thirty-eight twenty-one. Limited Clayton Tune to just one hundred seventy-four passing yards, and now we're in Lubbock in West Texas. Give me the Red Raiders. 
Let's go. All right. The Sycamores, Indiana state, baby, Larry bird. All right. Do I, where's, where's my, where's my, don't I have a bird sound drop somewhere on here? He did it again. I'm taking the Sycamores plus 35 in a little backyard battle in how, West Lafayette. How do you not have steal by bird over to DJ lays it in? That's true. Look, I don't know. I I'm a, I'm a complex human being. All right. How about this? Good round. You're celebrating with your appetite, <laughs> bad round. You're losing, you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. It is a great thing to have. And I think Indiana state will have an appetite because these are probably kids that weren't recruited by Purdue. So give me the 35 Purdue. Their defense isn't good enough. Uh, Indiana state will be able to score some. It would be like Purdue's going to drop a 50 burger, but I think, I think Indiana state will score enough to cover this thing. Nick. Yeah, that was my initial reaction as well. I'll stick with it. Give me the sycamores plus 35. Patty C. But Purdue is steaming that they couldn't seal the deal against Penn state. They're going to take it out on, uh, on, on Indiana state. So give me the boilermakers. Uh, I see the chat. They're saying, where can you bet? Uh, Bowling Green, uh, win bet. Yes, get in. We are if sponsored. It's available by in your state. If it's not, move oh. to the state where it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if not, maybe borrow borrow the girlfriend's car. Um. <laughs> uh. Next up, we got the Cyhawk going on, guys. I don't care. Look, you can have these fabricated Alabama Texas games, these TV exec wet dream games. I could give a good goddamn about that game. Well, I kind of want to see Texas get destroyed, but. This is what I'm here for. This is the college football experience. Iowa State heads into Iowa City, where Iowa is fresh off a three point offensive performance and a win. <laughs> Spencer Petras forever. Iowa State's catching four. I have a strange feeling. And maybe I say this every year. I think this is the year Matt Campbell's going to do it. Give me Iowa State plus four in Iowa City. Look, I, this game's awesome every year. It, I mean, I, I expect this will be like a 13, 10 game. I mean, Iowa state plus four, Nick. I think by now everybody knows the stats that Iowa has won six in a row and four of those six have been by double digits. And we know Matt Campbell is Owen five against Iowa. Dude, records are made to be broken. I'm with you. Give me the cyclones Lock Dude, it up. last year. I was it had- up. Lock it up. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's do it. Because look, last year I won this game this decisively with only like 130 yards of offense. All right. Iowa State had like 380 yards of offense and they lost. I don't know if it was 380. I don't know. I don't have the box score in front of me. But my point is, I remember that being like, how the hell do you lose a game? And part of it was Brees Hall fumbled at the one yard line, uh, his own one yard line. And I just think. No one's talking about Iowa State. I think this is the year. This is the year. I'm with you. Lock it up. Let's go. Let Patty C come to the land down under. Let's go. I am not coming to the land down under. Uh, I think all the stats that Nick just rattled off cannot be ignored. <laughs> Why would you pick this year of all years to uh, completely ignore history? No one's talking about Iowa State. Uh, look, if you can win a game by four points by without scoring an offensive touchdown, 
Spencer Petrus will get the job done and put a couple points on the board this week. They will shut down Iowa State, and I am taking the Hawkeyes. Are you locking it? I'm not locking it. No, four <laughs> points for Iowa. That's like a once a year <laughs> accomplishment to win all by right, more this, than four. This next game has has been all over the place. Colorado State. This line opened up at seven. It's at eleven right now. Colorado State minus eleven in Fort Collins against Middle Tennessee State, fresh off that ass whooping to JMU. Now they hit back to back away games. Going to Fort Collins. I'm on board. I'm laying the eleven with the Rams. Nick? I was with you at seven and a half. I was with you at nine and a half. With <laughs> eleven, I mean, there's a chance that MTSU is is just a steaming pile of hot garbage and Rick Stockstill might be on borrowed time. There's a good chance of that. At eleven, I guess give me the Red Raiders to cover. Patty I'm sorry, the Blue Raiders. The Blue they're Raiders. Not, they're not yeah. red. Yeah. Too many Raiders here. Um, no, look, like Todd Santeo's current team just lit up Metal Tennessee State. Todd Santeo's old team, old team will re- replicate that feat this week. Middle Tennessee is a steaming pile of shit. Nick locked them, so he is trying to cover his tracks and say that may- this will be a rebound week when they actually do suck. So give me Colorado State. I thought you would try to cover your tracks and build up MTSU to make the JMU win look even better. Look, Not we don't case, need huh? any of that uh hoo ha, right? <laughs> We're gonna win every week and it's on gonna the, be beautiful. On the field, baby. Love it. That's right. Well, well, speaking of which, JMU is laying 37 and a half against the Norfolk State Spartans in Bridgeforth Stadium in Harrisonburg, Virginia. 37 and a half. Norfolk State just got rolled by Marshall. I think there's a chance JMU's better than Marshall. I'm laying the 37 and a half with JMU. Let's go. NC Nick. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm on JMU. <laughs> Dude, lock the shit out of this if you want to make money. It's easy to see a tide turn. Patty, see you're locking it? Yes. Come on. Look what we just did to Middle Tennessee. We beat them by 37. You think Norfolk State is in the same, like, <laughs> same area code as Norfolk State? Not a chance. Uh, all right. I'm not going to lock it, but I do like it. We're, we're beating them by 50. We're beating them by 50. Write it. <laughs> I love it. Northern Colorado and easy Ed McCaffrey coming into Laramie and they're catching 23 points. That's all. That's a big number, but Northern Colorado, they lost to, to Houston Baptist who was winless the year before. Ah, give me the points. Cause I don't know about Wyoming's <laughs> offense. I don't trust this game. I don't like this game. Wyoming's going to win. Give me a Wyoming final of 28 to seven. Nick, you know, my initial reaction was Northern Col- was Northern Colorado. I'm gonna switch it up. Wyoming rolls. Yeah, you might be right. Let's go. I'm in. Wyoming I'm with, minus I'm with both of you guys. Yeah. What yeah. was it? My uh, in-depth uh, analysis that swayed you? <laughs> uh, Portland State, the Vikings. They're heading into Seattle, Washington, where Caleb DeBauer. Right. Real, real quick. Uh, Northern Colorado beat uh, Houston or lost to Houston Baptist, who went zero and eleven last year. So right. yeah, <laughs> I mean, just brutal, just brutal. Uh, Portland State, the Vikings. Oh man, they were so close against San Jose State. They were so close to pulling off the upset, but they couldn't get it done. And now they head to Seattle. 
where Kaylin DeBauer and Michael Penix are laying 28 and a half points. I'm laying the points, folks. I think Washington's going to roll. Nick? Game's messing with me because I want to take Portland State. I was on them against San Jose State. I thought that was a, a a pretty good spot for them. They seem to always fuck with the, you know, they seem to always just play at least decently close games against the Pacific Northwest teams. I want to take them. I'll take them. I, I'm not, I'm not going to bet this game, but I could see Washington steamrolling big time here, but let me take the points. Patty C. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Portland state hung around <laughs> with San Jose state last year. You guys see, or the, last week, you guys seem to give them a little bit of respect. Uh, 28 and a half. The hook doesn't scare you. Uh, I guess Washington gets it done. All right. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by run your pool. Yes. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Run your pool offers every game you can think of under the sun. Pickup, Survivor, all these fantasy pools. You got to get in over there. Uh, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our own SGPN NFL Survivor contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. Five hundred dollars cash will go to the winner, plus a two hundred fifty dollars gift card to the SGPN merch store. Folks, it's free. So what are you doing, Bozo? Sign up. Sign up today at uh, play.runyourpool.com/sgp. That's play.runyourpool.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for bettors who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so you can keep track of your records with all your games and betting activities. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Sling. It is college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV. Starting at $35 a month, Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream it on any, any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right, we're back. And we're better than ever. Samford, right. not Stanford. Samford is taken is heading to Athens, Georgia to play between the hedges. The line is 52. So they're pretty much saying that Samford is as good as Oregon. Uh <laughs> Samford comes into Athens. Folks, I am laying the 52. This game is stupid. It should never happen. It should be a, it's a fucking health scare. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, this is worse than the pandemic. This is absolutely ridiculous that this game is happening. Uh, I know Sanford knocked off uh, Kennesaw state in their triple option, but this, this game is, they should be ashamed of themselves for scheduling this thing. Uh, Patty C what are you doing here? Uh, well, last year in their greatest season ever national championship season, they only beat one team by more than 52 points. Granted, that was an SEC team and Vanderbilt, but Sanford might be better than Vanderbilt. So I'm going to take Sanford to cover this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nick? Georgia yeah. all day. All right. Next up, we got the UNLV running Rebels heading to Berkeley, California. They want to go there, they want to drop a little acid. 
in Berkeley, and you better believe. Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. UNLV is getting 13 and a half in Berkeley. And guess what? I'm locking up Cal minus 13 and a half. Boom. Let's really? go to the land down under. Let's go. Yes. They are baiting you. They are baiting you to take UNLV because UNLV played Idaho State. Well, Idaho State was awful. Absolutely awful. And I watched that whole game every snap. Idaho State left a lot of points on the board against that UNLV defense. I think Justin uh, Justin Wilcox will have the, the defense ready to shut down UNLV. Give me Cal minus the points in Berkeley. NC Nick, what are you doing? 13 and they're baiting you? No, I'm on UNLV. I mean, UNLV was a top 20 ATS school a year ago. Eight and four was their ATS record. They had, what, an eight-point loss at Fresno, seven-point loss at UTSA, a four-point loss to Utah State, eight-point loss to San Diego State. 20-point loss to Colorado State. I think UNLV is better this year than last year. And who does Cal ever blow out? Give me UNLV to cover. Cal wins by 10. It's a bad matchup for UNLV. All, uh, Pat, Patty, all very good doing? points on both sides. Uh, this one, um, two coaches that Col- Colby's kind of hyped. Wilcox, he's been hyping for a while. But as we know, and as Nick pointed out, they, they rarely win by a lot. Marcus Arroyo came on late last year, improving that product, border battle. You got to like it. Silver State, Golden State here. But I am riding Cal. Ooh, I like it. Barely. Uh, well, Wagner has a football program, guys. Wagner. And they, yes, Wagner. They head into Piscataway to take on the one and oh. Only Boston College would have found a way to lose that game. <laughs> Only Boston College would have found a way to lose that game. Uh, I can't believe Rutgers is laying 51 and a half points. And I can't believe I'm taking it. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Give no. me one score with Wagner. One score. That's all I want, guys. One fucking score. Wagner plus 51 and a half. What are you guys doing? Agreed. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, Rutgers, uh, Rutgers put a defensive performance together to get that win last week. You know, that was not due to their offense. So I don't think they're, they're putting up. And like you say, if Wagner can manage one score, that'll have to, uh, Rutgers will have to get close to 60. Just ain't happening. It could be like wagon. forty-one nothing or something. Forty-four yeah. nothing. Forty-eight nothing. Come on. <laughs> well, let, let's stay in that Alabama State. The Hornets are headed to Pasadena, where there was about twelve fans at that Bowling Green UCLA game last week. Apparently, it was uh, hot. It was too hot for the Californians. <laughs> it was really hot, but uh, anyway, UCLA's laying fifty and a half. I'm on Bama State. Give me the points in Alabama state NC Nick. Totally agree. And isn't this the uh, HBCU game or yeah. something? So, yeah. you know, to, to Terrell's point a week or two ago, they might not want to embarrass too much. So yeah, but come on, the, give, give the, me 50 points. <laughs> this is the first time ever that UCLA will be playing an FCS team. And this is a, a result of Michigan canceling. Yeah. Uh, playing in, in, in uh, Pasadena. That's right. Patty C. What are you doing here? Uh, saw the re- weather report for LA today. The weather, the heat wave finally ends, but it ends to the tune of rain in Los Angeles showers reported for Saturday. So that tells me lean Alabama state here. 
There we go. I love, uh, I love oh. Lane Elliott's comment of Rutgers punted on fourth and goal and still won last week. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, um, all right. Next up, Brandon Armstrong and the Virginia Cavaliers catching four and a half points in Champaign. The same Virginia team that, that whooped Illinois ass a season ago in Charlottesville, 42, 14. What, what am I missing here? Give me the Wahoos and Brandon Armstrong. He ran for over a hundred yards last week. They still, no one talked about him. No one talks about him. I am concerned. Virginia's defense is weak, um, but Illinois, did you see their offense last week? Did, did I couldn't believe the amount of people that were hyping up Tommy DeVito. All right. And the Illinois offense is being like in, improved. Who, no, who, who was not. hyping up Tommy DeVito? Have they ever watched him play? I'm telling you that was a, a trendy pick was, was Illinois to get, to get to a bowl game. Wow. Um, so I am, I am, uh, I am going to take, I'm going to go with Virginia plus four and a half. Give me some of the money line plus one fifty five. They're not Virginia's new running back. Looks good. Uh, Harris uh, Jones. Yeah. yeah. Give me uh give me the Wahoos two and L let's go national champions. You like Nick? Lavelle Davis uh, stepping in right where he left off two years ago, second in the nation in yards for cash at 25 per game. And right away, like a 50 yard touchdown ended up having like four catches for almost a hundred yards. So they got weapons, baby. Nick, what do you got? Obvious UVA all day, man. I think, although I think chase Brown might run wild on UVA, uh, there's no way they should be favored by more than a field goal. Even if you think they're equal, you know, you give them three points for home field advantage. There's no way you give them four and a half. Give me, yeah. Give me UVA UVA on the money line, um, but I'm not locking it. Um, wait, real quick. Lane Elliott said Rutgers punted on fourth and goal and still won. Is that a figure of speech or did Rutgers literally punt on fourth and goal last week? <laughs> that would be a first. Well, so yeah, because there was like a bunch of penalties, right? Yeah. And it pushed them back like 30 yards. And, and I, I think it worked. I think it worked in their favor. Cause I think you see fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, anyway, uh, next up incarnate word heads into Reno to take on Patty C's Nevada Wolfpack. I didn't catch the Nevada game last week, but I know it was an ass kicking, but I was doing my homework, studying all these games. Like I do each and every week. Uh, folks, Nevada is two and zero, and they just won by 24 points. But if you dive in into the box score, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty shocking. Uh, hate, like hate, this. hate, hate, hate. And this is one that you're gonna, you're gonna spend all season hating. And it's going to look bad because Nevada is going to go bold. <laughs> well, I can tell you this: uh, Nevada's leading rusher had one carry for for thirty seven yards. Um, <laughs> pretty good average. Thirty seven yards per rush. <laughs> pretty <Yeah>. good average. <laughs> Shane Illingworth won the game. They threw for one hundred and one yards in the air. They won this game by a lot of points. It's it's mind numbing to me how they like this is the greatest win of all time. And I think the reality is, is that Texas state turned the ball over four times, but yes, Texas state, uh, outgained Nevada. And I mean, this was a uh, fascinating, I, when I dove into the box score here, I was like, how the hell I was going through and I was, I was looking at stats and I go, Illingsworth, their starting quarterback for Nevada threw for one Oh one. And then I was like, wait, I was Sounds like, like uh, Lafayette. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they're leading rusher at 37 yards. I'm like, but they won by 24. They blew him out. 
This is the greatest win ever. Um, anyway, incarnate word, Patty. See, you might remember a quarterback at Nichols when they scored about eighty uh, a season ago or two years ago, named Lindsey Scott. He transferred from Nichols into Incarnate Word, and they played a top fifteen FCS team in Southern Illinois. Stone Labanowitz's. Yeah, Stone's not walking through that door last week, though. Dude, do so, you see his stat line? Lindsey Scott, seventeen of twenty-five, three hundred ninety-one yards, sixty-eight yards or sixty-eight percent completion percentage for sixteen yards of completion, six touchdowns, zero interceptions, and he also had twenty-three yards on the ground and a rushing score. Holy shit! Relax, Lindsey Scott. Um, you know what, Patty C. It's easy to see a tide turn. Incarnate Word pulls off the upset in Reno. Let's go, baby. NC Nick, what are you doing? Colby swayed me. I'm going down with this ship. Give me, <laughs> give me the FCS team. Why not? Let's go, baby. Foolish. Let's go. Foolish. Give me Nevada and lock it up. <laughs> two points. Two points. This team was eight and four in the FCS. Vegas knows. Vegas I get knows. So sick and tired of you guys fading Nevada. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey Scott uh, is going to slice and dice this, this team apart. All right. The Cardinals will win. Let's go. Uh, all right. Moving along. We got to get to this. We're going yeah, through these games. Go. Come on guys. All right. Holy cross travels to Buffalo. I Buffalo's took the points. I'm not sure why. Oh yeah. Holy cross got a quarterback. I'm a big fan of Matt Saluka. All right. That's this guy, right. they, they won at UConn last year. They had, they gave it to UConn. However, Buffalo did look a little bit better than I expected last True. week. I'm going to lay the 12. Give me a, give me a 28, 14 final. Uh, I don't feel good about this one because Holy cross is decent. They make the FCS playoffs often. I feel like Patty C what are you doing here? This is a tough one. Uh, Buffalo did look a little better than expected. Uh, Holy cross had a decent run. Like you said, what did they wait? What round did they get eliminated in the second round or did they go deeper than that? Uh, I think they lost in the second round. Second I can't round. recall. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going with my JMU guy. We're going linguist and we're going Buffalo. There we go. Gardner Webb, the running bulldogs. They're going to be running into Conway, South Carolina, where big bird got a win. Shout out to Grayson McCall, AKA big bird grabbed himself a dub. They're laying 34 and you know what I'm doing? I'm laying the 34 with big bird NC Nick. What are you doing? Definitely. I mean, it's almost lockworthy, but I'll, I'll refrain. But yeah, Coastal Carolina. Patty C. Coastal Carolina all day, baby. All right. The Kansas Jayhawks, fresh off of a, a tune up against Tennessee Tech. They travel to Morgantown. All right. They're catching 13 and a half in Morgantown. Can JT Daniels and West Virginia get it together? Kansas is plus 400 on the money line. What are you guys doing here? NC Nick. Give me the dog, man. This is a six point game last year and Kansas is much improved. I do think JT Daniels is a good fit in Morgantown, but this is a ball game. This ain't a 13 point game. Lock it up. Give me Kansas. Wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> NC Nick locking up the Jayhawks. I like it. I like the boldness. Uh, look, they look great. Colby D has got me believing and Lance Slipold and the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, a road trip to West Virginia is never easy, but 13 and a half. Is it? Yeah. 
That is easy. Give me the Jayhawks. I'm not locking it though. I'm not locking it either, mainly because I'm concerned that Daniels. It's his first. Like he won at Texas, but you know their fans suck. At at West Virginia, it's a different animal. This will be a tough tough road environment. But Kansas plus thirteen and a half. Give me it all day. Let's go. Next up, Old Dominion heads into Greenville, North Carolina, where they here might you, be able to. S- here you go, Don Play. Sorry, Colby. Don Play's been been waiting for this one. Uh, well, you know, let me tell you something. Virginia Tech, they're cowards. All right, they used to play East Carolina all the time, and then East Carolina beat them so many times. They said, you know what? We're not going to schedule them anymore. We're going to schedule Old Dominion. Well, guess what happened? Old Dominion beat them twice in a row. So maybe. They're going to want to schedule us again. I don't know, but either way we settle it here in Greenville, East Carolina's laying 13, a little surprise on that number. Thought it would be more like eight or nine. However, East Carolina wins by 14. Let's go. Wow. Patty C that was staticky. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know about that, buddy. Little bit impressed with what old uh, Old Dominion did uh, week one, so I'm gonna roll Monarchs here. Oh, you're a fool. Uh, I mean, <laughs> ODU didn't look great. I mean, 245 total yards of offense will tell you that much. <laughs> but I do. I, I agree with Colby. What he originally said. It's it's too many points. I think ECU wins by 10 or so. I don't know if they're. I mean, ECU didn't. Wow, me either. Sure, they're playing a better opponent in, in NC State, but uh, I'm buying the seven five seven boys. Give me ODU to cover it. <laughs> Look, you come into Greenville, place is going to burn down. Our kicker's going to act. We hopefully we got rid of that guy. We shipped him out. Bring in the next kicker, and let's go. All right. Why is it? Why is there blood running down my ears? Yeah, I'm sorry. That ECU song bangs. <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties tonight. You're rocking with the college football experience live in Vegas. Um, my apologies. We'll be back at the studio next week. Uh, next up, we got Robert Morris taking on Miami, Ohio. This is a 39 point spread for Miami, Ohio. Give me Robert Morris plus 39. NC Nick. That sounded like too many points. <laughs> Patty C? I mean, if I had done a, this much analysis on this, let me just admit this. This is just uh, off the cuff. Give me Robert Morris, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> well, Southeast Louisiana, Cephas Johnson at quarterback. They're heading into like uh, they're heading into Boca Raton, where Willie Taggart wants to be fired. It might be this game. Uh, the Lions are catching eleven and a half in Boca Raton. I can't believe FAU got whooped by Ohio. <sighs> I'll lay the 11 and a half, but I don't feel good. Give me FAU minus 11 and a half. Nick, I think I'm with you. I know Sela has a decent program down there in the FCS. Usually FAU, I think FAU is still <clears throat> average. Maybe I think they can cover it. Give me FAU. Patty C Sela uh, nine and four at the FCS level last year, including a three point loss at Louisiana tech. Uh, what was the spread on this one? 11. Uh, 11. Yeah, 11 and 11. A half. Oh boy. I feel like FAU's better than that. I feel like FAU should be able to cover 11. I'll ro- I'll ride Owls. Okay, UAB heads up to Lynchburg, Virginia to take on the Libs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Liberty. Uh UAB's laying 6 even though the Libs went into went into Birmingham last year and won. 
uh, or no, yeah, yeah, they, on their on their their first game of that stadium, beat them pretty handily. Yeah, so the libs are now catching six. The flaming libs. The flaming libs. <laughs> <laughs> A great nickname. The flaming libs taking on UAB <laughs> because they are the flames. I get it. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and there uh-huh. it is. <laughs> Uh, uh, a second. Gonna, <laughs> There's no other double entendre going on there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is a weird game. Uh, give me libs. Give me the flaming libs plus six. Nick? No, sir. Revenge game. UAB. Charlie Brewer's hurt. He's out. Give me UAB to come in there, beat him by at least a touchdown. Lock it up as well. It's a hard game. I, I, my first thought was UAB, but the more I thought about it and saw last year's score, I don't know. Patty, see what are you doing? Look, I, I rode at Liberty, and so this is like a, maybe an overreaction on my part, uh, not being as impressed as I thought I would be. So I am on UAB to cover this. All right, Alabama A and M's taking on Troy. Troy's laying thirty-seven. Whew. Uh Alabama A and M was awful against UAB. I will lay the thirty-seven with Troy, Nick. Yeah, it wasn't like fifty nine nothing or something. So yeah, I took Troy too. Patty C. Been tough for the old HBCUs lately, but uh, I don't know Alabama and A and M, possibly. But Troy, Troy just seems pretty solid, moving in the right direction. Alcorn State is getting thirty three and a half at Tulane. Michael Pratt and his, as Patty C says, his golden sweet ass, his uh, golden gorgeous locks. Yeah, let's yeah. get it clear here. Uh, <laughs> the the libs. I mean, not the libs, the, the, the Tulane green wave. Jeez. I, I'm all over the place here. Laying 33 and a half. I'm on, I'm on Willie Fritz and, and, and the green wave. I'm laying the 33 and a half Nick. Yeah. Same thing. Patty C uh, fade HBCU seems inappropriate, but I think it stands at the moment, unless we're talking about Jackson state. So I am going Tulane. All right. Next up. Central Arkansas heads to Oxford, Mississippi. Hottie, Toddy. Mississippi's old mess is laying 34. I'm going to lay the 34. Central Arkansas coming off a, li- a loss to Road Rash Face, a.k.a. Bobby Petrino. Uh, I'm laying the 34. Nick? I feel like Central Arkansas always has some dogs on that team, but against Ole Miss, nah, that's, that's, that's not enough points. Lay them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Eastern Michigan heads. You know who has the longest winning streak in America? It's Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. And now Chris Creighton and the Eastern Michigan Eagles come into town. They're catching 12 and a half in Lafayette. Give me Eastern Michigan plus the points. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line plus 375. Nick, what are you doing? I totally agree. I mean, if you look at Lafayette last year where they had their coach and, you know, their quarterback and a very experienced roster, they had several very close calls against like inferior competition. So I feel like even if they're the better team here, even if they win, it's too many points. Give me the road dog this time. No, 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 no. Uh, you guys are confident in that (laughs) overvalue, uh, or I guess think, um, a team losing their head coach is going to like completely decimate them. This is a team has been good for several years in a row. They're not going to fall off the map. Give me Louisiana to cover this pretty easily, especially because Eastern Michigan struggled with Eastern Kentucky last week. <laughs> uh, they're competing tenants. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next up, uh, the airport. One and oh, baby. One and oh. It was it was bullshit on a targeting call. You got very fortunate <laughs> there. And then you went for two against Bryant. 
got it done. Went for two, nothing like being at home and going for two in the win against Bryant. Cause you have zero faith in your defense. Uh, they are catching 14 at Texas state who somehow, like I mentioned, somehow got destroyed at Reno Spavadol's on the hot seat. Mike McIntyre's riding momentum. The spread is 14. Give me the points, I guess. No, I don't know. Now, no, uh, Gunnar yeah. Holmberg's in, con- in the concussion protocol. Protocol, whatever. Yeah. Not the portal, <laughs> the protocol. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the concussion portal going. Uh, uh, Texas State, I'm going to lay the 14 in Texas State, actually, the more I think about it. FIU's <laughs> defense is awful. So let's lay the 14. Patty C. Brian was a decent seven and four last year, but still squeaking that one out. Our preseason hype of Mike McIntyre, not a great look right now. What I do you mean? Give... He's one to know. Survive in advance, baby. <laughs> True. Actually, 14 points for Spavadol seems like a lot right now. So I will go FIU. Tim here. Give me the points. Hanger 12. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Give me the upset. Uh, no, I, I'm taking Texas State. I think their defense is too bad. But McIntyre's on the right track, baby. All right. Howard taking on South Florida, heading, heading down to Tampa. Watch out for those strip clubs, South Florida laying 35 and a half guys. South Florida was down. Like, was that 38, nothing in like the first 15 minutes of the game to BYU. <laughs> BYU Jeez. is a national championship contender. You heard it here. Well, does that mean you're laying the points with South Florida 35 and a half against the Howard Bison? Howard is terrible. I don't know. That is a lot for uh, USF to cover, but I will. I'm going to take the bulls. I think I, I think I, I think I'm with you. I'm going to lay the 35 and a half. I don't like it. Nick, what I are guess, you doing? I guess I grabbed the points. <laughs> Deion Sanders is taking on Eddie George. You know, Deion Sanders laying nine and a half. I just want to crowbar this in, lock that up. Give me Jackson state minus nine and a half. I like it. Uh, uh, yeah. There we go. Next up, Kent State. The Golden Flashes are heading to Norman. They're getting thirty-two and a half. It ain't enough. Give me Oklahoma minus thirty-two and a half. Nick, I'm with you. Same thing. Patty, easy peasy. Dylan Gabriel killing it. Next up, the Florida Gators and AR fifteen. Shoot that thing off because he was he's grabbing dubs. The Kentucky Wildcats are coming into Gainesville. All right, they're playing the Tom Petty songs. And things are back. They're winning uh, against ranked opponents. Uh, I am uh, going to take Kentucky plus five and a half points. Nick, I'm with you. Like, I know this all-time series is in Florida's favor, big time. Fifty-three to nineteen. Florida won thirty-one straight games from nineteen eighty-seven to two thousand seventeen. But last four games, even split. And Kentucky's even won in Gainesville one time. And I just like the fact that Florida's riding high after that somewhat fortunate win over Utah. I think it's a good spot to take the points here with Kentucky. I think it's going to be a close game, like a field goal contest. I don't know. I'm not even sure who's going to win. Kentucky could argue money line. Yeah, oh, plus 180 oh, on the money line oh. right now. Patty well, there it is. Doing. Well, you heard it all preseason for me. Six and a half. Lock the over on the win total. Florida's going to hit that. They already pretty much did just by beating Utah. Um, and they're going to beat Kentucky this week. Um, and I think they're going to beat them by a touchdown. So I am taking the Gators. Nice. Locking it? No, I'm not locking it. <laughs> All right. Next up, Northern Illinois heading into Tulsa, Oklahoma. This is a tough one. Northern Illinois, a seven point win against a bad FCS team. Tulsa overtime loss 
somehow gave up 50 points to a Wyoming team that we thought might not be able to score 50 points all season the week before. Um, Tulsa laying five and a half. I guess I'm going Golden Hurricane minus the points here, Nick. Yeah, I mean, is, is this a game where like the American just flexes on the Mac? I'm gonna say yeah. no. I'm gonna say this. Says, this is a field goal game written all over it. Give me the points, Patty. How did how did Northern Illinois uh, do week one? I'm I'm they, drawing a blank won, on that. They won by seven <laughs> against Eastern Illinois. I feel like sometimes one. you don't listen to uh, yeah. <laughs> Coley when he's talking. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm trying to look up stats half the time. They won uh, 34 to uh, 27. Okay, and uh, Tulsa then um, a close close loss. A shitty Wyoming team. Talk about a terrible game. Uh, I don't know who to go with. I'll go with uh, Tulsa. Uh, I just think they're at home. I just think at home they looked all right. It's a tough, tough to go to Laramie and win. So uh, I'm gonna ride with that. So next up we got um Syracuse heading to Rensselaer to take on UConn, who I locked up laying 17 in that cash last week. Shout out to Jim Moore, junior friend of the program. Syracuse is laying 22 and a half points. And guess what? I'm taking them. I am laying the 22 and a half because boy, did UConn make me sweat against central Connecticut state without Taquan Roberson. So I am going to lay the points with Syracuse, Nick. I think I'm with you. Actually. I think you guys might've been onto something with Syracuse and, and I got a nice nickname for Garrett Schrader. We can call him the shredder. Oh, like that, snap. You know? So that's pretty solid, dude. I don't know what happened. You know, back in 2019, he threw for what? 57, 5% completion percentage last year. It was 52.6 completion percentage. All of a sudden against Louisville, he's over 70%. He's, you know, he's, he's throwing for two thirty six. He's running for 94 bunch of touchdowns. Syracuse looks uh, pretty decent here. Patty C, what are you doing? Robert and I will put him to good use. Uh, I don't know. The fact that it's in Wrenchler, no one goes into the wrench and dominates uh, UConn. I actually probably think that's probably false, but I'm going to go Syracuse. We're going we're gonna to take uh, the orange here. There we go. Stephen F. Austin is heading to Ruston, Louisiana to take on La Tech. La Tech's leg six and a half. I have watched Stephen F. Austin two weeks in a row, not impressed. I am laying the six and a half with La Tech. Nick, something about the spread just said, take Stephen F. Austin. So that's the route I'm going down. All right, Patty C. Well, Stephen F. Austin getting their ass completely kicked by Rich Rod in his first game with Jacksonville state says auto fade to me. So I am riding Louisiana tech here. All right. Next up Weber state heads into Utah state. These are right next to each other. These universities. This is a fun game. Border battle. How about a fucking uh, town battle? This is like right in the same town, I believe. Right. Um, Utah State minus seven and a half. You know what? Gosh, give me Utah State. I guess this could be sneaky, but let's go Utah State. Nick. Yeah, I think this is a get right game for Utah State here. Look, they didn't look very good week one, even though they squeaked out the victory over UConn. Obviously got blown up by Bama. Maybe they actually look decent here. Give me the favorite, Patty. Uh, let me see one thing before I voice my opinion here. 
we Western Oregon. What do we know about them? Are they are they decent at They're all? D two, D two, Weber D two. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I guess Utah State. I guess you got to take Utah State here. <laughs> Uh, Seven Western and a Car- half. They should. They should do yeah. that. Mountain West champs, weren't they? Yeah. Against the FCS, you should win by more than a touchdown. Western Carolina is at Georgia Tech. I don't have a line for that one, folks. So just FYI, twenty-one. Um, I will take Georgia Tech minus the points. Then, Patty? yeah. Uh, one sec. Oh, on, uh, on twenty-one minus twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll ride the Jackets. They they Same. were decent. Same here. I think. I, Two years ago, Western Carolina was god awful. They're actually yeah. getting better, though. I agree. I agree. Next up, Herm Edwards, Big Herm, coming into Stillwater, Oklahoma, catching eleven points in Stillwater. Did you guys see how much Oklahoma State's defense without Jim Knowles gave up to a Mac school last week? Mm, did you see curious. the first half versus the second half, though? Of the defense? What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, look at let me let me pull up that box score. What he's trying to say is that when the game mattered, it, it wasn't quite as bad. Which it's a fair point, but I saw enough from Arizona State, and yeah, Knowles is gone, and I mean, Oklahoma State only had four returning starters on defense coming back this year, so I, I think Arizona State's offense can do enough to keep this close. Give me the points. I'm sorry when you give up 546 yards to a max school. That's a lot. Dude, they were up uh, 44 to uh, 15 at half, uh, up uh, what, 51 to uh, 22 going into the fourth quarter. Then Central Michigan drops 22 on them. That is counterfeit stats right there. Oklahoma State is fine. Gimme, gimme the Cowboys. Uh, I'm all over Arizona State here, and I think it's a money line potential play. I don't care. Patty C can say those points all he wants. I saw this game and central Michigan was moving the ball. at will now. Yes. Did they make interceptions? Yes. They made some plays to get up to that big lead. I am convinced they are very vulnerable this year. I am taking Arizona state plus 11. Actually, you're right. You're right. You're right. Arizona state, Arizona state plus three fifty on the money line. Just sprinkle a little bit. I think it's going to be a game. Nick. Yeah, I, I said I'm with you. All right, Georgia Southern heads to Nebraska. Georgia Southern they threw for like 400 yards or something. Kyle Van Treese, well, they're taking on Morgan State, but still, they haven't thrown for like 400 yards in a season over the past 30 years. Um, they head into Lincoln, where one of my locks cost me. Nebraska's laying 24. Currently, I got it at 21 and a half earlier. I didn't bet it, but I I, I locked it in on tally site 24. Yeah, give me Nebraska, Nick. Uh, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm on the Cornhuskers too. Patty C. I I don't think I am, man. I, I know that they've turned it on when they needed to last week and pulled away and won by what twenty one, but still not very impressed with Nebraska. Scott Frost has more questions to answer, so I am going Georgia Southern. What? Hey, you said how many how many yards passing did Georgia Southern have? I thought they had like something close to 400. It's like three something. I think. I mean, can we give our guy a little bit of credit? No, you're taking on Morgan State. They're the fucking like worst FCS team. You're trying Too to shit. you're trying to crowbar that in, you sandbagging son of a gun. Next up, McNeese State comes into Houston, Texas to take on the Rice Owls. Who, who, who got their ass whooped by USC? But 
I'm taking you to the land down under because rice will win by more than 10 and a half. Lock it up. Let's go rice house, Nick. Yeah. I mean, McNeese is nothing great, right? I mean, is yeah. uh, what's his name? Still bringing in a bunch of talent. The old UTSA coach. No, he left to join Brian Kelly's staff. So they're even more, they're in more turmoil. I'm Take rice minus 10 lock it. Nick? Lock it. Let's do it. Wait, let's is uh, Eddie O still uh, the quarterback at uh, McNeese? Eddie no. O's son. No, he's now a, uh, like an assistant or like a GA at Miami. Who, who's so. that coach again? Frank something. Frank, Frank Harris. He's gone. Frank no, Har- not Frank no. Harris. Frank Martin. No, no that's that, a basketball coach. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It a, yeah. I'll go rice with you guys. I'll roll rice. Lock it. No Pussy. <laughs> shit about either of these teams. <laughs> me and me and Patty C or me and NC Nick are locking up the rice owls. That's, that's right. Easy. All right. I'll see you at the, the winner's circle. Next up, San Jose State heads to Auburn. War Eagle. The last time San Jose State played at an SEC team, they won at Arkansas on the money line. They went out right at Arkansas a couple years ago. Now they head to Auburn, Alabama. War Eagle, 22 and a half points. Too many points. Give me San Jose State plus the points. Nick? I'm on the same side. Patty C? War, damn, Eagle. Uh, Auburn gets this done. Hmm. Southern Southern, the Jaguars, they head into Baton Rouge. Where? Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started and I haven't even won all my games yet. That is true. You haven't even won all your games yet. You've lost them. (laughs) You haven't won Uh, any of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) LSU is laying 47 and a half. I'll lay the points because I think he needs style points. I saw him getting into it with re- reporters that were showing up late to the meeting. He needs the style points. Uh, LSU wins fifty-four to three. Agreed. Nick? Agreed. Patty, hold on. Uh, I didn't even have the game pulled up yet. It's LSU and who? Southern. And Southern. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll cover that. All right. Next up, Texas Southern. Michael Strahan's alma mater heads to Denton, Texas. Take on North Texas. They're Texas tough. All right. North Texas is laying 35 points. I laid the 35. I don't know what it's going on here. I hate this game. Uh, Nick, what are you doing here? So many shit games. I, I laid the points too. <laughs> Patty, are you guys believing in old Seth Latrell again? Oh, uh, I don't know what to do here. It's tough to give uh, lay that many points, but I'll, I'll ride with you. I guess if you guys got that hunch, well, don't trust it too much, buddy. Uh, <laughs> USC. Did I, I think I rattled this off correctly. Stanford's won nine of the last 14 matchups against USC. (laughs) Well, they head to the farm. I thought, man, I thought rice had some nice drives deep into USC territory, but they couldn't catch the ball and they, they would go right off the receiver's hands. And then USC would get two or three pick sixes. I think what that score is a little bit deceiving Stanford, EJ Smith, Emmett's son was getting off against the Colgate Raiders. Give me Stanford plus eight against the USC Trojans on the farm. NC Nick. You know, I was on Stanford when this was over 10. Now that it's under 10, give me USC to cover. Patty. Uh, Colgate last year, only five and six at the FCS level, but still a 41 to 10 win. Decent enough for Stanford. USC super impressive, but three pick sixes. Can you replicate that? Let's ride history here. And say that Stanford gets the cover, if not the outright win on the farm. Yes, let's go. Boston College heads to Blacksburg, Virginia. Remember that old crazy? This should be a Thursday night game. What are they doing? 
This it is should. meant to be a Thursday night game. Uh, remember the Matt Ryan play? Come on, mm. come on. Mm. Uh, Virginia Tech, fresh off of a beautiful offensive performance in Norfolk, Virginia. They are laying two and a half at home against Boston College. Boston College replaced all five offensive linemen, and it showed against Rutgers. That is why Virginia Tech, believe it or not, even though they lost, they did have the most QB pressures of any team in the nation. I'm gonna lay the two and a half of Virginia Tech at Lane. Nick. Uh man, this game is tough because you know Grant Wells threw four picks he against sucks. Old Dominion, and that was his problem <laughs> last year throwing interceptions. Uh, Virginia Tech lost a turnover battle five to two. Virginia Tech had fourteen penalties for a hundred yards. But meanwhile, Boston College lost a turnover battle three to one, and they were outrushed by Rutgers two hundred and twelve to twenty nine. I guess give me the Hokies, Patty. Dude, they just lost to ODU. Grant Wells looks god awful. Um, it, has there ever been a more typical Virginia Tech performance than the, the one they just had? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Jerkovich. Wait, is he playing? What's what's his status? Yeah, he's playing. I think. Yeah, he's playing. He's, okay, um, I'm gonna ride Boston College then. All right, Patty C going with the Eagles. We're at the end of the line here. Hawaii heads into Michigan. Michigan's laying 51 points. And I think if Michigan wanted to, I really believe this, and I think they could score a hundred points this game. They're not. They're gonna call off the dogs, but Michigan wins sixty-three to nothing against Hawaii. Nick? Sounds about right. I'm with you. Wow. Patty? How do you bet on this game? Uh you probably don't. Wait, 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 wait. It was Colorado State that they beat fifty one to seven last week. Yeah. In a coach's first game. I guess Chang was in his first game as well. Oh, I just feel like Michigan doesn't beat teams by more than 51 points. So, but Hawaii is really bad. So I will take the Wolverines. All right. Well, speaking of bad, the Idaho state Bengals head to Snapdragon stadium. No one, no one named the Aztecs wins at the snapper. Apparently as Arizona worked them, shout out to pick Dundee for being on that one with these gutless wonders over here around the Aztecs. However, <laughs> I am going to lay the third. I don't know. Give me the 37. Give me the th- San Diego State doesn't win. They, they don't blow teams out. Give me the 37 in the Bengals. Nick? I think I laid the points. Yeah, Idaho State's awful. Where the, the guy's got a assistant coach with a murder charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 49 14 final. Actually, no, you talked me into it. Give me San Diego State. 40, 40 to 7 final. Hey, no, this no. one For, smarts for me seven. a little too much because I was really high on San Diego State and they shat the bed. So I'm going to take Idaho State out of spite. Mm, mm. Well, the Vandals, they almost pulled off an upset in Pullman. They're catching 23 in Bloomington, Indiana, coming off that crazy win against Illinois. I'm taking the Vandals plus 23. I was impressed. They, they hired the the head coach, the, uh, or the offensive coordinator from South Dakota state who brought in Jabori Gibbs. There's their quarterback from a year ago. I think the Vandals might be decent in the FCS. Give me the 23 points against Indiana. Nick, you talked me into it. Let's do it. I'm on board. I'm on board. I mean, that was impressive by Indiana late to make that comeback, but I think there was some luck involved. Uh, Next up, we're at the end of the line. Like I said, but that doesn't mean I don't have locks for you. Let's go. People do not tune out. I know we're late into the episode, but I am locking up Louisiana Monroe minus five at home against Nichols. Let's go. Nichols doesn't have Lindsey Scott. He's gone. They got nobody. I just locked the, I just uh, took South Alabama against Nichols. It cashed. 
The Sun Belt is a step up. They are going to cover this. Terry Bowden's not that bad, and ULM will roll. Lock it up. Who's coming with me? I'm tempted. That's enough to sway me. Nichols got absolutely steamrolled, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll lock it with you. Let's do it. Nick? Yeah, let's do it. Triple lock it. <laughs> yes, ULM minus five. Do it. Next up, Tarleton State. They take they head on they head down to Fort Worth, Texas. Take on TCU, where I think TCU might have had a blessing in disguise when uh their starting quarterback got injured. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. It's not oh. Preston Stone. Morris. Uh, yeah. yeah. Chandler Morris. Uh and Max Duggan uh steps up. So laying 37 against Tarleton. I'll take it. Uh 45, seven final. Give me TCU to get this done. Yep. I'm with you. I got TCU to cover. And I'm going to tell these uh, horn frog fans, you need to shut up about Max Duggan because he is a solid quarterback and uh, let this guy play a little bit and prove it. There we go. Next up in Eugene, Eastern Washington comes in Gunner Talkington at quarterback, just fired the ball all around the field. But now he comes into Eugene, Oregon. Or Oregon just got embarrassed, and guess what? I am laying the points with the Oregon Ducks minus twenty-one at home against Eastern Washington because I don't think Dan Lanning can afford a close game here. I'm laying the twenty-one. I think Oregon destroys Eastern Washington. Give me like a fifty-five, twenty-one final. I am going the opposite direction. I had Bo Nix on my DFS lineup and. That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. <laughs> so I need to see Ballsy more call. Out of, Ballsy call. Need to see more out of Oregon before I'll give them the credit. So I'm taking Eastern Washington. I'm with Patty C here. Oh, okay. Next up, the Battle of the I-10. Rivalries, baby. They're back. New Mexico State heads into El Paso, Texas. New Mexico State's catching 16. Patty C, they're your boys. They got, they got shut out in Minneapolis. I think they bounced back. Give me the 16 on New Mexico and New Mexico State. Nick, what are you doing here? Too many points. Give me the Aggies. Patty. <sighs> they were very bad. How did UTEP? How's UTEP? They're Owen two. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to Mexico state here. There we go. Ride that mustache. Next up. One of the best games of the day. Baylor heads into this is where Roma. college game day should be. Yeah. They, what well, you know, they, they, they hate on BYU Baylor at BYU BYU laying three and a half. This is a revenge spot. BYU lost in Waco last year. And I will say this. I mean, I think Jaron Hall and BYU were mighty impressive in Tampa, Florida. I am laying the three and a half with BYU. Give me a 28, 17 final against Baylor. Nick. Yeah. You know, I'm a little concerned because yeah, Baylor won 38, 24 last year and the rushing, rushing yards, uh, despair. It was third Baylor put up 303 rushing yards. BYU put up 67. I can't talk because mm. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> so Baylor just really just grounded them out. You know, they, they returned four or five offensive linemen. They won the best ten offensive lines in America. So Baylor, watch out! But I think BYU at home lay the points. They get revenge in a close one. The altitude, buddy. They're gonna be tired. Uh, Patty, what are you doing here? I, I agree. I think uh, BYU, but I think the game will be a lot closer than you guys think. Twenty-eight, uh, twenty-four. Uh, BYU gets win. about right. All right. Two games left on the slate, folks. 
Oregon State heads into Fresno, California. This game is awesome. It's at a pick. Vegas has no idea what's going on here. Fresno's got USC on deck at USC. I got Oregon State. I think their ground attack is one of the best in the on the West Coast. Give me Oregon State to get it done in Fresno. Nick? Yeah, Colby sold me on this. I agree. I mean, Fresno coming off a solid win over Cal Poly, 35-7, but you know, that's they're not really battle tested. Meanwhile, the Beavers manhandled Boise. They were up 27 to three at one point with chance. Nolan, not really having a great game either. So give me the Beavers. Let me tell you, let me tell you what, uh, uh, Hainer was on my DFS lineup too. He is Timmy Checkdown. That's why he put up that many yards, completed that many passes at that high a percentage, but still only had two touchdowns. Meanwhile, Oregon state, a complete dominant force. Take the Beavers and lock it. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. oh! At Fresno, they can be, but I am starting to come around on old Jay Smith. All right, I like it. Um, I'll be honest; I thought about locking it, but then I said Fresno. If it was in Corvallis, I would lock it, but it's just just a little tricky. Uh, final game of the night: Pac-12 after dark. Hail State. Mississippi state comes into Tucson, Arizona, where the sec is five and 17 in the last 22, since the year 2000 on the West coast at the home stadiums of these schools, five and 17. Will they go to five and 18? Arizona's catching 11 points. Jaden Delores, the real deal. Jacob Cowing's the real deal. Hail state. I think he's going to get the dub, but give me Arizona plus 11. Watch out. Watch out. I'm telling you these wildcats are better than what you think guys. Patty C, I'm going to go to you first because I'm curious what you think. Well, I saw that firsthand and I was shocked every time Arizona was throttling uh, South Dakota State. So I do think they cover at home, but I guess Mississippi State in a close win. I'm glad you ended on me because I'm going to lock this game up. Mississippi State minus 11. Lay the point. You guys are wrong. NC Nick laying the the points, laying the 11 with Hale State. Mississippi State is on a mission this year. They were up 35 to three against Memphis before they stepped off the gas. Will Rogers threw for 450 and five touchdowns like he does pretty much every Saturday now. That Mississippi State defense paired with an offense. Mississippi State allowed two first downs on the first seven Memphis possessions, and they had limited them to 40 yards midway through the third quarter. This defense is legit. It's an SEC. It's a live SEC defense. Look, Arizona, nice story, nice wind. You ain't ready for the smoke yet. Mississippi State rolls. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. Let's see. We got a little, got a little fight. I'm excited for it. All right, folks. This is the college football experience. Sorry about the technical difficulties. We are out of the studio. We are in Las Vegas. Once again, if you're in Las Vegas, come by. Hit us up on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, and we'll buy you a beverage. Um, but yeah, thanks for, for rocking with us through these technical difficulties. Uh, so, uh, thank you and looking forward to it. we got more episodes coming, some game previews and FCS week preview. Check it all out at the college football experience. Subscribe wherever you list a podcast at. And remember college basketball experience already drop, drop in uh, team previews as well as the basketball season tips on November 6th. Um, we come together as one on YouTube at youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there. Tell a friend 
And yes, you can give us a follow once again on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience. Check out the sports gambling podcast. NFL season kicks off. Check out the NFL gambling podcast. This is the college football experience. Week two preview and picks episodes fresh from Vegas. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Cook, and he wants an indoor, I heard an indoor stadium. The Redskins cannot play indoor. I I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Get my limousine right on 85. Get my limousine. Woo! And take off. It's a new old.